Ready to start? Yes. Big gulp of wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, hi. Welcome hi. to... Cries in a Region. I almost just cut you off. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I'm Gabby. I'm Liska. And we are doing part two of our Scam España spectacular. We've had too much wine already, and I've barely had like three sips. <laughs> three sips of wine. Yes, it's our wrap up of season one. Very... We've we've watched all eleven episodes, so we're very proud. We had some trouble with some um, of the translations earlier today, but the internet came through for us. And uh, I mean, I didn't have trouble with the translations because I speak the language. Gabby had to like insert a couple of like, actually, what they're saying is this, which was yeah, really yeah. interesting. So yeah. Yeah, well, because I think, okay, this is not exactly what we wanted to talk about, but I think, I don't think I am insulting anyone because I've seen Spanish people make this, like, sort of acknowledgement on Tumblr, and I feel like the show itself kind of makes, pokes a little bit fun of it, but English is not huge in Spain. It's not a thing that teens are actually that fluent in. Right, right. They have to take it, but there doesn't seem to be that big of an interest yeah, and of course. actually, like, which is fine. Whatever. Why? Yeah. Do, why does English have to be like the norm? Yeah. Um. But but yeah. So I think um we should all be speaking Spanish. Yeah, I, I is guess what it is. Uh, yes, especially so, Southern California. So I think like the translators do like an amazing job, but translating is hard. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've done a lot of it uh, in college. I've done it for like my dad, like, and it's tricky. So there's like just certain things that I'm like, well, if I was doing it, I would have been a little bit more precise with this and that, but they're still amazing. Yeah, absolutely. No knock on anyone who's doing a translation because it's like something they do out of love and anyone who does anything out of love is just amazing. Yeah, 100%. But as as someone who's also bilingual, when I watch movies from Serbia, I mean, even like these are professional, like, you know, subtitles that have been paid for. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes will think like, well, it's nuanced. The, the words they're using can be nuanced in a different way in English because English has its own nuances. Yes. So, yeah, it's an interesting, tricky thing. I wish I just spoke all the languages and I could just watch all scam all the time I, in all their original I know. formats. Well, and it's something that we've, we've sometimes, when we talk about original scam, uh, we'll be like, oh, is that what they meant or is that just like a translation thing? Right, right, right. Uh, whereas for Spain, it's like the first time that I can be like with 100% certainty because I understand Italian. But I'm not like fluent in right, it, right? Right, 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 right. Regardless of my, my, what my degree says, <laughs> uh, so like I get the gist of it, but I like I don't really. Whereas with Spain, I'm like it's my first language, the Spanish in itself. Obviously, right, right. it's I don't know all the words because um, Spanish is different uh, depending on where you're from, and Puerto Rican Spanish is I've heard from a lot of people maybe the worst, uh, <laughs> but I'm very proud of it. Uh, but yeah, I can 100% see, okay, like, sort of like the different connotations and like just, yeah, just the translations and what isn't as precise as maybe it could have been. Yeah, does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, that was like a weird caveat on don't mean to insult anyone because we think it's awesome. No, well, uh, it's uh, one of the things that I'm fascinated in is, is language in general and how we are just basically relying on each other to get like the message across. And for example, in Scam Italian, both of the Twitters that I think most uh, sort of rely information to fans and the and the fans who are doing the subtitling and the translating and all of that, they're always like, "Hey, if you have any questions about like Italian culture, feel free to ask." That's so, like, super cool. I so didn't there, know that. So there's been a, a couple of like just like, "Oh, these these are this. What is this? Oh, that's what's a saying. It's really hard to translate, but it kind of roughly translates right. to this." There was one recently. Spoiler alert. Where. Martino, the Isa character, text uh, 
Eskil, his name is Filippo, and he says, Ti voglio bene, which you just translated to, I love you, but it's more of friendly. Right. Like, like you say it to like your friends and like your family, and, and, it's, and it's amazing. Like it is lovely that he's saying this to like Filippo, it, but it kind of more means I care for you deeply. Right, um, right, right, right. Whereas te amo is I love you. Yeah, English is weird. I know this from people who speak languages who have more than one way of saying I love you. Yeah. And I've heard them complain that like English is so odd because it's just like I love you, I love my mom, I love my friend, I love my, <laughs> my lover. Like yeah, it, yeah. it's all the same and there's no degree. Yeah, so so obviously it's still awesome that Martino's texting Filippo like right. I love you dude essentially. But it has like a, a different emotional depth or context yes, or then, feeling than uh, than if you just said I love you to someone who you're in love with. Yeah. So this is my sidebar about languages. Whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the show that we're supposed to be talking about. Back uh, to the show. So I think we just wanted to share some of our general impressions first yeah. of, of the season overall. I think for me, and I've been thinking about it for some reason since last night, like how would I like summarize the season as a whole and how I feel about it? Well, first of all, I hate this tendency to compare all the... The different versions. Like the different versions, different adaptations to decide which one is the best, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. I think they each have their strengths and their weaknesses. But totally. I will say, I really did overall enjoy this one a lot. I, I'm not going to call it the best because I think that's a hard thing to be precise about. But I think it was really interesting that they were able to take this show that we are... <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. That was not me. That was the dog that we are dog sitting. Yeah. Our friend Amy's out of town and we're at her place and drinking her wine and enjoying her very young uh, German Shepherd Husky mix who is adorable but, but a lot of energy. And he's very upset with us because we're not playing with him. Yeah, he's like lying behind Gabby right now and throwing a temper tantrum. So if you hear the occasional whine or clanking of his collar on the ground or whatever. It's or because we have feet. a beautiful dog who wa- wants to play with us. Yeah, he's so cute. He doesn't understand why it's not playtime 24-7. I know. If only we were all oh, no. <laughs> puppies. Okay, uh, but sorry, you were saying... So uh, I was saying uh, I liked the fact that Scam España was able to sort of carve out its own version of the show whereas yes we were all familiar with the story but we were still kind of surprised and excited and theorizing and that's part of the fun of like watching the show not always knowing the answers to what's going to happen so that does not mean that I agree with all of the choices uh-huh. they made but I'm kind of excited that they did make those choices Absolutely. and we're, we're like we're just going to try different shit out I yeah thought that was really cool totally yeah I think it's important for us to acknowledge that they're different versions Martino is not Isaac Lucas is not Isaac they're completely different characters and I think we have to evaluate them as such uh, even if we feel this constant need to compare to compare though I think it's a credit to this show and I think we mentioned it last time too is is the cast is spectacular and yeah. uh, I love all of them and they're similar and different than the, than the mm-hmm. originals and they're different enough and they're their own version enough that most of the time I'm just thinking about them and I think they really did a good job I think they are a big part of why besides the changes in the story I think the casting is a big part of why mm-hmm. the show works so well and it has its own thing anything else of like overall thoughts I, I think I share your opinion entirely like I enjoyed there's tons about it that I love there's a couple of things that I'm like I'm not sure about the choices they made, which we'll get into as we get more specific. Uh, but I will say I, I can't put my finger on what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I have to think, I guess I have to think about it some more, which I probably should have done to prepare for this. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that out. <laughs> 
please do. Sometimes toward the end of the season, I felt a little bit like the show was more soapy than I, the original. I felt a little bit of conventional teen show. Right. That's a, that's a better way of putting than, it. And, and that's not necessarily a detriment to it because I think that there's also an art and a craft to that. And yes. I did and it very well. It's really good at that. Yeah. Um, but just, I, I mean, we just said we don't like comparing it to the original, but like, of course, I'm going to go ahead and do yeah. it right away. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the original... Eva's season in particular, um, even more than the other seasons, I think, uh, are about, like, this really interesting girl's journey. Like, mm-hmm. one specific girl, even though it's the girl's squad, but it is her character change is what drives the narrative. And, like, I, it's just I one that I found really fascinating and one I haven't seen too much. And it felt like it really was, like, her point of view of that. Yeah, I still think that original Scam has been the most successful at making it just Eva's story and making her journey, her arc, just work from right. beginning to end. Right, right, whereas, right. Whereas some of the changes that the other adaptations that I've seen so far, I understand them, sure. And I actually, I love Italian Eva. She's amazing. But I don't feel like her arc in season one was ever as strong right, as right, right, uh, right. Eva's arc is, which we'll talk about later at some point. When we get to <laughs> Italy, Italy, which I still have to see. But, um, and, 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 and like in this one, there's like a really great ensemble mm-hmm. um, story going on with all the different characters, even though Eva and Jorge is the most like yeah, compli- the, complex one. But, the secondary characters have much more to do than than in Eva's season, I think, in the original scam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe the, that's it. Or Yeah, like I said, I can't quite pinpoint it, but it was like around episode 7 that I was just feeling a little bit like, this is just an observation. I, I don't mean to judge it like mm-hmm. as a negative, um, but just as like a, I don't know, I'm trying to sound smart. Yeah, we no. Talk into yeah, our microphone. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah, so smart. <laughs> so smart. Did you hear? No. Have I ever made a joke about how I went to Harvard? <laughs> I don't know, Gabby, have you? <laughs> but if I haven't, I think it's time because uh, I don't know if you know, but we like to drop it in into conversations approximately every seven minutes. <laughs> it's like a class at Harvard, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. to insert Harvard. I mean, you know when you say that you went to Harvard? Okay, so there's this thing. There was a fun fact one day at, I think it was like Google or something, where it was like, when Harvard students like say that they went to Harvard, it's called dropping the age bomb. And I was like, is it? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> because it's like, so where'd you go to college? Boston. Oh, then, right. You're trying to be subtle. Yeah, and then you kind of like work your way up to it until you have to say it. But anyway, this is not what we're talking about. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but the first thing I did want to talk about was, guess what? Lucas really is an angel. Oh, man. Yes. And that comes with a lot of amazing things, but also with some interesting, like I have a lot of interesting feelings about it. I didn't want Lucas to be the snake, uh-huh. and yet there is something about Isaac being about him being the snake that is also amazing, like storytelling. So yeah, I mean, Isaac is a great character, and Tar- Taraji. I can't. I don't know pronounce his name either. How he plays. No, we're gonna him. we're gonna figure out how to say his name before I know. season if three. If anyone knows, please like email us. Like I, I feel because like it's super embarrassing. Yeah, I feel like everyone else. I have a good sense of like kind of what it's supposed to sound like and even if I'm butchering it like, You're like I'm in I, the ballpark yeah, I have no idea how to say his name yeah yeah his name could be like <laughs> cherry for all I know <laughs> I don't know anyway um I think he the way he plays him is like just really great and adds like ma- makes that work I think so I don't, unless the actor could not have pulled off uh that role I think it's really hard yes whereas with Lucas I was I just couldn't believe that it was him so I'm glad it wasn't yes 
but it brings something different to the character. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's different. And so, like, the conflict between them in this second half of the season was, was, a, little, was a, int- a little fascinating because I think we have talked about, about this idea of our Eva and Isaac friends, for example, without Eunice. Mm-hmm. And so, like, here, this wasn't subtext. This was, like, text. And the show was pretty adamant since very early on. Like, Eva was the person he chose to come out to first. Like, that's a huge moment. Yeah. So so they did a really good job at building, building that trust. And I actually thought that conflict was really well done. Uh-huh. I really enjoyed it. I liked that he was upset with her and that he wasn't willing to just easily forgive mm-hmm. her. That she had to work for that forgiveness. And, that she, and I believe that she wanted it. And I loved where they left it at. So I'm excited to see if we still have a season three. The role that her, their friendship will play in uh-huh. his storyline so overall it was like lovely i love that lucas really is an angel i totally 100 percent love their friendship and yet there was something unsatisfied left in me oh and really I, and yeah and i don't know why yeah i could sense there was a butt coming yeah I don't, know, I don't know why i have to say okay let me think about it i have to say lucas is one of my favorite things about oh, uh yeah. scam spain mm-hmm. just everything about the way they wrote him everything he already said how they are clear that they are friends how they mm-hmm. have a friendship how he comes out to her and then how he stands up to her and is righteously oh, i love it rightly so much. angry when she doesn't take his word when she doesn't trust him doesn't yeah. believe him thinks the worst of him yes. basically and I love that guy's performance. Yeah. So he's so genuine. I walked away from the, la- the second half, watching the second half of the season, just being like, protect Eva and Lucas at all yeah, costs. Yeah. Like, I just want to be friends with them. Yes. Like, 100%. When we finished season one, the first time you and I watched it of OG Scam, and I like turned to you and I was like, please tell me Eva and uh, not forgetting, Jonas, I almost said Jorge, Eva and, Yon- and Jonas are going to be okay in the long run. And you were like, eh. Um, <laughs> I felt that a little bit with Eva and Jorge. Yeah. I felt it oh, so much with Eva and yes, Lucas. I think the relationship that I was invested in the most was sort of uh, yeah. Lucas and Eva. Weirdly, like that final episode, that that scene where they the gym when they're doing the push, gym, uh, yeah, crunches. when they're doing the yeah the crunches and they like sort of when when she says when he's like, well, since when like am I important to you regardless of her? And she's like, since now. I was like, I felt that like yeah. to the deepest all the feels. Yeah, like it was amazing, and it was probably my favorite of those yes. clips. So yeah, so I, I can't pinpoint it. I guess. I guess it's a little bit of the uncertainty of where, yeah, where where the show goes. But I would, I can't wait to see how they deal with them in future seasons. If they are a relevant part, if their if that friendship is a relevant part, especially of Lucas's season. Yeah, because they they have used uh, Eva and Italia too, but they're friendly. But there is still like a lot of awkwardness to them to some level. Um, so it's not. They they left things fine, but it wasn't into the same level that this is. Like right. this this was left like we're friends with a capital F. Like yeah. we're gonna be fine. Yeah. Fingers crossed because I really did love them. Yeah. <laughs> so that that yeah that was interesting. Anything else we want to say about Lucas? I think yeah. that's it. Yeah. Just that he was one of my favorite things about the season. And I really hope we get to season three because I really want to see him uh, fall in love. But maybe they'll do what Italy did and make him season two. Yeah, I don't know. We haven't announced that yet. Okay, so then I actually think, I like that you brought up then the Jorge and Eva thing, because uh-huh. I feel like that's the supposed to be the main relationship of the show, yes, and it yeah. is really. Uh, so I want to talk to that a little bit. I loved their final scene. I thought it was beautifully done. I thought the music choice was fantastic. Scamma Spine has actually been consistently also really good with its music choices. 
I like that it's local music too, or rather, I mean, I don't know if it's local, but it's in Spanish, so it's music I'm not familiar with. Yeah, and there's what they do sometimes have their like American songs. But yeah, it's yeah. like a good mix. Of, yeah, like so. So I liked that a lot. Um, I'm like an idiot about music, so when any, anything that exposes me to new songs that I like yeah. is a plus. Yeah, I mean that's why I loved the OC. Uh, <laughs> yes, we bonded over this a long yes. time ago. Yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> and and I like so I. Uh, I liked that a lot. I liked, again, that it was its own take on it. I liked their conversation. And yet, I think of all the Evas and Eva and Jorge, it's kind of like the most romantic in a way. There was such a finality to Original Scam and such a, like, melancholy aspect of it. Yes. Like, you were left, like, devastated. Melancholy is the perfect word. Yeah. And here, there's more, maybe, I don't know if this is where you're going, but there's almost like a sense of, we really love each other, but we're making conscious choices to not be with each other because because of the things that have happened in our life have sort of like made us think it's maybe not the best thing for us right now. Yeah. Which I guess on the surface of it is kind of what you would say yeah, but, the original there, couple did, but there's something, I feel like there's a promise of, I don't know what, uh, to with, it, with them with here. With Spain, With yeah. Spain, that wasn't there in the other versions I've seen so far. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, I feel like, uh, yeah, there's like a emotional layeredness or something to the original that, um, and I think that's it's that melancholy and the, feeling. I think that's where I felt a little bit of the teen show conventions a little yes. bit more. Uh, and even in the way he talks, Jorge, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful and romantic. Um, mm-hmm. That I, I enjoyed that conversation a lot. Mm-hmm. But it, it, and I don't want to say it felt scripted. It didn't. But it, it just, it, it felt more thought out somehow. Uh-huh. Uh, like, uh-huh. yeah, here's here's the the prettiest, uh, most emotional right. version of this conversation in a way. Right, right. Here's uh, two very mature people who are making a decision yeah. that's best for themselves and for everyone, um, even though it's not what's in their heart. Yeah, it, there, were, there was still, like, devastation in it. Like, there was yeah, still totally. heartbreak, for sure. But, yeah, it was just, it still felt tonally different than yeah. the other versions. I, so I'm, I'm still, I feel like, trying to make peace of it. And even when I saw it the second time, there was still a lot to like and a lot to love. And I think a lot of that is because I think Jorge is much more of a romantic lead than any other Yunas has been. That's true. Jorge is, yeah, does kind of come off more as a dashing lady, or not a ladies' man, but like a love interest, a hero character mm-hmm. for a movie than Jonas did, who feels more like I mean, the Yuna, boy that you yeah, like in like, high school. Like Jonas, Giovanni, like, look, I am ready to do a shrine to Giovanni Garao, best friend forever but Yoni is a shit boyfriend Yonas is a shit boyfriend right. like that's the bottom line they're like they're still kind of like these boys right right and that goes back to that thing I think you touched on last episode maybe where um it's revealed I hadn't watched up to that point yet but um I have now which is that the reason he was doing uh the reason he was lying to Eva and doing all this stuff is because he was trying to get her uh, a fake driver's license because mm-hmm. she wants to be uh, not, uh, a fake ID so she can be 18 it makes him. I mean, too... he almost he almost doesn't have a flaw. Yeah, I think the single like biggest thing I think of the show that I disliked is that choice, which I think has been difficult for a lot of the yeah. uh, updated versions. I mean, the not that updated, sorry, the uh, not because remakes. What am I thinking of? It's hard to strike that balance between. This guy is a bad boyfriend, but also you can understand the love that these two people feel for each other and right, why they're right. together. And I think Scam Austin way too much in one way. Uh, yes, and I don't even I don't even know if I would say he's a bad boyfriend. Just that he's like 
He's a guy who made bad decisions. Yeah, and those I, had I, feel, repercussions. I, yeah I feel like bad boyfriend is just like an easy label. Yes. Um, I, totally I don't agree. necessarily mean that, uh, but yes. Yeah. And so, um, and, and I understand, I think uh, a lot of the shows maybe have felt that the whole like, he's smoking pot is too naive yes. for any audience but which pro- we've talked about yeah so so <laughs> i understand that and yet the choices they've made i mean i did really like the u.s version which is that he's dealing yes um, which was really it good was really and cool. tied into the theme mm-hmm. with adderall or whatever it was that he was dealing yeah and tied into his character most importantly yeah 100 percent. but this this whole like uh, oh just making a fake id for you because that's what you really wanted it's like yeah, girl you're you're a shit person yeah it makes her flaw um because she becomes suspicious of him and whatnot it makes her just seem more I don't know if pathetic is the right word (laughs) it feels like too strong I hate to say that but yeah but some amount of and and I think it's part of it's part of what affects that feeling of like a teen drama Mm -hmm. um that we that we've been having yeah because I it it brings me back to this whole idea of shipping and how complicated it is at times when an audience latches onto people to actually make three dimensional people with flaws because yes. then all then all you can see is the flaw right, um, right and right, it right. becomes like like okay this is a bit of a tangent but I was I saw some discussion the other day on Twitter I was like gosh can you imagine if Dawson's Creed had come out today uh, mainly because of like the shipping wars and that they were trying to make a comparison to Riverdale a show where Bughead, so uh, Betty and Jughead, whether or not it was an intentional end game uh, ship, really took off early in the season uh, and basically is still strong. And then you uh-huh. had Archie and Veronica, and they've sort of cemented themselves like these are the two couples in the show. And yet, the show is losing so much narrative potential by playing with these two, like mixing up the couples uh-huh. or exploring different, like. Um, but just fixating on like but they're so afraid of the fans and the fandom and like shipping that I do not think that they have it in them to actually explore do you think they're afraid or that they're just sort of see their the the promise of the premise of the show as these different couples going back and forth getting together breaking up getting together breaking up I just but I think it would be the same couple breaking up and getting together. I don't know that they're. I don't know that they're. You think they are reacting to audiences? I think to some level, yeah, they yeah, are. yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so different I, shows are different. Yeah, vibes so, yeah. Is my so I just, yeah. I guess I just find it fascinating because I think I do agree that I don't. I I wonder sometimes at the choices that they made, and I love I love Bughead a hundred percent. Uh, even though I'm very behind, uh, but <laughs> but it, but it is something that I've thought about. So I thought it was interesting to see that yeah. position exploited, and yeah, and I guess I I see some fear of that too. Of like, hey, like look at Jorge, love Jorge, like uh-huh. that's what we want from you. Yes, um, love him like she loves him. Yes, sort of. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one moment with him in this last watch where I got a weird vibe from him. I think it's the beginning of an episode, one of mm-hmm. the middle ones. It opens with them in bed, mm-hmm. and it's the, it ends with the mom walking in. He has to hide under it. Okay, but that scene, when it opens, he, um, I think he's criticizing her choice for... Oh, he's asking her, what superpower would you have? And she said, I'd want to be invisible. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of criticizing her for it. And there was something a little, like, off-putting about that conversation. And I thought for a second they were going to go somewhere with it. Like, okay. is he kind well, of Well, yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, that's kind of... I was going to say, that's kind of, like, the most Jonas moment of it. Yes, totally. <laughs> it absolutely is. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like they must have been aware of it, and yet they made that deliberate choice, which is fine. Right, I, just, right, right. I just think that Jorge's 
is awesome, that doesn't mean he can't have flaws, right? Right. Especially because this is like the season where he gets to have flaws. Do you know what too? Also, but it, I, now that more I think about it too, him it makes his lying a little harder to swallow swallow to believe i mean was it literally no other time that he could it's something that was very convenient the yeah, whole it like does, it does the party little... and then the phone call Which... and then hearing enos in the background yeah uh somehow feels a bit more convenient because when you're going when he's go when in the original show he's going to her brother for drugs it's a little bit like okay i mean yeah you don't do that like in the middle of the day um and so and yeah so like it makes sense that it, it kind of made a little bit more sense that he would need to find his weird times to do it and then she would catch him at it. But in the, the with the thing, I was like, it just you just need to meet her once. Yeah, yeah. It, give her it money. Should, it shouldn't be that complicated. Yeah, like yeah. how many times you have to meet with her? Why is this a whole thing? So, yeah, it made it a little bit more, a little bit less plausible or something. Okay, can we take a brief moment to talk about the boy squat and the fact that Ugo and <laughs> yes. I don't remember his other name. I'm sorry, other guy. Uh just seem to hate Eva, and we do not know why at yes. all, and it's never really addressed. I kind of love it. There's a, even though it's a, like bizarre and, and funny. Uh, there's a scene where uh, it's after they've kind of gotten back together, and she comes and sits down to Jorge, and the two guys just look like someone I don't know farted in front of them. Like they, <laughs> they just look so mad and disappointed uh, that she's there in this like weird way. You want to remind me of? So you know when you're like little, like mm-hmm. six or seven, and you you're like you all boys and girls play together, and then whatever, and then like it gets to a point where suddenly boys only play with boys and girls mm-hmm. with girls, and then when you're like twelve maybe, suddenly like the early bloomers will start being interested in yeah. like, in the in the opposite gender, and then like the kids who are not yet hit that stage, they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Except they're not twelve; they're like fifteen and sixteen. <laughs> um, I loved it. It was so odd and and yeah. hilarious. So that was just a very specific thing that I enjoyed throughout. And another little tiny thing that I really loved, I really liked. I'm surprised how much I liked the Hugo Chris. Yeah, because we went, we weren't able to really talk about it. Yeah, because you it was like I was like Hugo's gonna be a little bit of a bigger character, but you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, he's super cute, and his like adoration of her is cute, and yes. I feel like they make a good odd couple. And they would they'll they they seem like they would there's potential for humorous yeah um, I I'm I'm excited to see if this is if that's just this season all and it does yeah never, and that, that's fine too mm-hmm. uh, because I'm so one of the biggest criticisms of scam and I think that's why we have Shay is the fact that Julie doesn't really seem to have any lesbian characters oh, or uh-huh. uh, female bisexual characters uh-huh. or pansexual characters or whatever which I forgot to say there was apparently there's some scam Austin news finally oh. I'm just going to drop these in in the middle. Go for it. Scan Austin. So it seems like we are right, and they're not doing a second season until next year. I mean, at this point. So have they been filming, though? No, they're going to start filming in January. Oh. So, and I think, so that usually means they'll probably premiere around February. Okay. That's what, that's what the internet on Tumblr was saying today. I don't know if they're lying to me, but it seems we will, so we have a female Shay. Apparently, there was a casting call out. Again, I don't know how real this is, and it seems like we're going to have a female Eskil. Oh, cool. So are they going to be, is she going to be like the, or are they splitting up the coming out story? I have no idea. We we don't even have a renewal for season three right now. It's still okay. just season two. So they it, are definitely doing, though, the Nora Wilhelm They have not announced that either. Oh. Well, it's just, <laughs> all the possibilities are open. Yeah, Facebook is just living in secrecy, and I have no <laughs> idea, and I'm just basing this on what I saw on Tumblr and Twitter, so take it with a grain of salt, but it seems like there is some movement in that direction. Oh, cool. um, and what was... Oh, 
what else? What were we talking about? Oh yeah, Ugo. Uh, we'll oh, just Ugo Chris uh, relationship and. Oh yeah, so I so there were some people who was like, well, can you know Chris making out with a girl at the Halloween party or kissing a girl? Wow, someone said drama queen. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, baby boy. I'll play with you later. So there was this idea of like, hey, Chris making out with a girl. Like, can can this just not be like another like, hey, look at two girls, two girls kissing. kissing. Yeah, I noticed that. And like, is it possible for us to see some sort of yeah, uh, yeah. storyline with that? I don't know. It's just people always uh, asking for that content, which is yeah. I mean, this, which is fair. Yeah, and as I mean, as much as I liked um, Hugo. Hugo and Chris, uh, I could totally yeah see her. She's like an interesting like enough character yeah. that she can do you can do a lot with her yeah 100% uh, uh, yeah I'd love to see bisexual Chris actually. now that we've mentioned Halloween I just want to take another little side note uh-huh. to say that this is probably like the best Halloween party that yeah. I've seen yeah. like those costumes were amazing yes <laughs> that party looked really fun uh-huh. overall yes I would love to go and also I loved the part where no one knew what Nora was dressed at. She was dressed as yes. uh, Sweeney Todd. Yes. Except Alejandro. I know. Who walked up to her and he was like, hey, good Sweeney Todd. And I yeah. was like, oh, show. Good job. Good good writing. Good, good yeah. writing. That was, a, that was a very, and her face. That's the kind of thing when you're writing and you think of it, you're like, ooh, ooh pat yourself yes, on the back. Yes, you're of. like, ooh, this moment's going to go great. Yes. Everyone's heart's going to pitter-patter when he recognizes her. Yeah. So do we want to talk a little bit about Alejandro? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So. Okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) The herpes, I feel like, is the first thing that comes to my mind. Yes. In that it's amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. In all kinds of ways. Uh, I have a lot, I had a lot of thoughts and emotions watching it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's probably, again, my favorite, like, Alejandro sort of storyline. <laughs> yes. And in just, in how out there it is, like, I love how bold it is. Mm-hmm. It's both, like, worse, and I am using quote marks for that because, uh, it, it's worse than the sweatshirts. I don't mean worse in a storytelling way. I mean worse in, like, a consequence yes. way. Yes. Yeah. Poor, um, poor beauty. <laughs> poor all those girls. Yeah, all of them. Um, but also there was a dimension where they're, when they're talking about it, where they're talking about it as if it's still the sweatshirts, as if he is, like, he knows he has herpes and he's willfully <laughs> infecting as many girls as he can, well, which is, like, okay, uh, sociopathic to a there, degree that well, I don't think they intend. Well, there's definitely this notion that he doesn't care. A hundred percent. I think that's there in the subtext. Like, yeah. Or at least he wants to pretend that he doesn't care. Um, and it's and, and that brings like a whole conversation. Which is about, like bad enough. Yes. And, and then there's this whole conversation about herpes and the social stigma around it mm-hmm. and whether or not it's a big deal and all that thing that the show does not so, address, but I cannot not think about yes, to some extent. Yes. Because uh, it, it is, herpes is this thing that will literally follow you for the rest of your life. And it's not yeah. that big of a deal. But for some people, it is. Yeah, I mean, like it's it's a in in that way, it's like worse than the sweatshirts. In that yes. it's like a literal, it's it's an almost literal scarlet letter. Yes. Uh, in our society, and and the only reason herpes is bad, quote unquote, because it's it's otherwise, as far as I know, a fairly harmless yes, illness. Yes, it is. That pops up every once in a while. You take some like medication or salve or whatever, and it goes away. But because we have such a stigma, yeah, there's people on who sex. Will, there, there's people who will not go out with someone if they know right. they have herpes. Right, and and so the show. It, I, yeah, it did feel like they didn't quite. Um, maybe you put you kind of 
uh, articulated it, why I felt like a lot of things and some of them weird yeah. about the whole herpes thing is because they don't super address no, not uh, at all. that aspect of, of, they kind of, like all the girls kind of rally around her and are like, it's okay, we'll go to the doctor and it's fine. Like I remember, I'm not going to name any names, but I remember in college one of her roommates had herpes uh-huh. and there was like a shared Nutella at some point and she was like, no, it's cool, you can take it. And our other roommate was like, no, it's yours now. Right. Right. Um, so it's it's just this weird dynamic when yeah. it comes to herpes where we don't quite know how to talk about it, maybe. Yes, you don't want it. You don't know how to protect from it because we don't really know that much about it. Cause yeah. we're not, I mean, I don't know, maybe some people have like amazing sex ed in school. <laughs> I didn't. And um, and there's this belief that if you have it, it's it shows that you're a slut. Yes. For girls, yes, especially. 100%. And that's what it really comes down to. And and the show treats it a little bit more like, oh, she's just sort of embarrassed because it's just like sore. So it's like, it's mm-hmm. ugly, which I mean, it's yeah, not. I mean, it is a visual pl- representation, which yes. is. Yes. And A plus to the makeup people yes, on this show. That is well done. Although then uh, it was funny because then they go. It to, looks painful, I'll but, say but, that. But it's funny because then they go to the doctor, right? Uh-huh. And then the doctor is like, it's fine, don't worry about it. Uh-huh. That was actually a really funny scene, too, because they kept being like, do you want the. Should the girls leave? That was really and interesting. I yeah. really like that a lot. So maybe I actually hadn't thought about it until now, uh, but I really like that a lot. And then one of the doctors said things. The, the, the things the doctor says is you can't wear ma- any way- makeup. And then the next episode is the Halloween episode, and she's wearing a lot of makeup. And I remember on Twitter being people being like, "Well, she clear- Vidi clearly doesn't listen to the doctor." <laughs> she was like, "I have my like antibiotics. I'm good." Yeah. Again, always find it fascinating how they do the doctors in the different cultures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did love this doctor. I thought uh, I thought it was again a uh-huh. different take that felt familiar, yes. but also surprising. Yes. Yeah, one thing that uh, I noted, I realized just now is a commonality between the two, and I think it's a very smart one. Is this idea of normalizing sex mm-hmm. and the consequences of sex, uh, and our and not just sex, but our bodies and and, and talking about yeah. it with yeah, no yeah, shame. Yeah. Which I think is a really good and important like voice in the world. It's like mm-hmm. it's like a refreshing um, reminder or something. Mm-hmm. When because cause you're so in the heads of these teenagers and they're so full of shame yes. um, over one thing or another that when you encounter someone who's like vaginal itching, just say it. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like oh yeah, it's not that oh, big a deal. And you didn't you haven't seen the text because you really haven't seen. But like uh-huh. they tease her about it all the time. Oh, <laughs> like they'd be like, so have you felt some like itching boundary? <laughs> and it's just like it's like playful and and she doesn't even like. She goes along with the yeah, joke. Like, which is good because yeah. that means it's normalizing it for her. Yeah. It's just sort of being like, our bodies are crazy and weird shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> and next time I'm going to use a condom. And well, I've learned my lesson. I hope so, V. Yes. That was also a really funny aspect of the conversation, too, where she's like, um, Oh, yeah. Well, was there penetration or not? Yes. Yes. Well, no. Oh, yes. Well, yes. I was a little bit dying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, my God. <laughs> Do we want to say anything else about Alejandro? Just that, like, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with him in the next season. I really like that actor. I love that he is younger looking. They were definitely, I felt like, ratcheting up the Williamness a little bit. Like, he does a lot of brooding and that, like, looking, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. like, under his eyebrows kind mm-hmm. of thing. But at the same time, uh, did you like? Ha- did you like her version of the speech, of the Nora speech? Do you know what I didn't? I I. It's not my favorite. It's such an iconic scene. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. Like, bottom line, it's fine. Even Scam Austin, 
when she says move, oh, uh-huh. it's so good. Yes, yeah. And I, so I felt a... like it was fine. I got the message across, but there wasn't anything that I was like, iconic. Like, yeah. Nora's yeah, yeah. walk. That's a good point. Nora's walk in, in OG Scam. She just, when she walks away, uh-huh. I'm just like, girl. Yeah. Like, and... 100% respect. Uh-huh. And if I remember correctly, it kind of pans back to the girls' squad, and they're even they're kind like, of like Whoa. blown away. Yes. While in this one, they're kind of giggling, and mm-hmm. it's a little bit more like, oh, she got him good, but it doesn't have that like epic mic drop for yes. the rest of time. Exactly. Kind yeah, of yeah, feeling. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, I don't know that I have that much to share about Alejandro right now. Yeah, he's not like that much in it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk. Well, I briefly wanted to talk about Ines and that sort of resolution. Yes. Okay, can I just say how much I love her character yeah. uh, throughout, but especially this ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other person, the other friendship that I wanted to see continue past this season, besides yes. her, Eva and Lucas, is Eva and Ines. Yeah. Like, but, I want to believe that they continue, they can somehow, well, cause, okay, in a few years, become friends again. I feel like, full disclosure on my whole, like, own history, like, my best friend's some of them have been my best friends since birth. Like, my best friend Victoria, had, we our, our moms worked together at IBM. Like, there's a picture of my mother pregnant with my brother at her, birth, at her like, third birthday or whatever. Right, right. Like, this is, like, a whole life as best friends. And a lot of my other friends have been friends since second grade. Uh-huh. Like, like, so I understand the power of the history of a friendship. Totally. So, in that scene where they reconcile... I felt it all. Yeah. Like, I understood the history behind this. When Ines says, I thought we were going to be friends for life. Oh, that broke my heart. I wanted to cry for both of them. (laughs) And and it it really helped me get a sense of what she lost by, by choosing Jorge. Yeah. At the end of the day, she, she does not feel to me like maybe the other versions felt like there were still a little bit of the mean girl. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in the other in in OG anyway, and I can't remember it in Austin. I'm sorry, but um, there's a feeling that she herself is like you said a little bit of a mean girl. But in this one, it really is more circumstance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I had taken uh, notes more on that conversation because I, I was just so engrossed and I didn't even write anything down except heart Lara, uh, but. I'm oh, sorry, Lara. Uh, Ines. Ines. What was it that they she, talk about? She even, in, on, the, in, on the WhatsApp text, she, even, she wishes her a happy birthday on her Aww, birthday. Right. And then she, like, shares a picture of when they were little girls. Uh-huh. Uh, like, like, there is the sense of, like, moving on, if, not, right. if nothing else, and, like, reminiscing about that friendship that it was. And basically, I felt like by saying happy birthday to Eva on the last episode, she was saying, this still matters to me. Uh-huh. Um, like, acknowledging that this relationship was important to yeah. both of them. Yeah, and I think one thing that happens when you make that... Um, there's, a, there's a theme that I kind of touch on a little bit in, the, in these last few episodes, which is you can... Like, kind of boyfriends come and go, but friends are forever. I think Chris... When the whole story comes out about Eva, Chris says something like, you know, cheating... Why, she, Nura says, why aren't you angry at Jorge? And... Chris kind of makes a good point, like the first good point I've heard on this, which is like, yeah, because cheating is one thing, but betraying your friend mm-hmm. is a whole other which thing. Which is why there was this whole sense at first of some people being upset that Chris, Chris and Amira left Eva for a couple of days. Uh-huh. And I think they were like reconciling with this. It is a huge thing. Right. Uh, I understand 
total loyalty to your friend mm -hmm. but like I think it is a lot to sort of take in so I don't fault them for the fact that I took them like three extra days to come around yeah um, I mean just to sort of wrap your head around okay but this was true the whole time even though I didn't know about yeah. it and this girl is still amazing and has my and back and she has so been there for me like in totally yeah one thing that's different in the show anyway with OG scam I kind of had this feeling that uh not not Ines, whatever, <laughs> whatever OG Ines's name is, um, and Jonas Ingrid, Ingrid, thank you, weren't great uh, together. Together, and then you know maybe they were drifting apart, and then these two kind of just found each other together, and you kind of feel like it's a little bit of an accident or mm -hmm. not something anyone planned. And even though she says that in this season, there's just like a weird like I don't know as much about I don't I can't imagine as much about what it was that actually happened there, and I think. That combined with this scene with Ines, between her and Ines, you kind of, it, 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 the season leans a little bit more on that notion of friendship and betraying friendship. And, yes. And yeah. that as um, this like cardinal sin of... Yeah, the, and I think, oh, he's chasing his own tail. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and then I, I think that brings us to the, I don't know if it's the last, but definitely one of the last big things that I want to mention. Actually, I have two things in my notes. Uh -huh. uh, I guess I can combine them. Elviti... Both Viri and the reveal of Viri being the snake. Uh-huh. And also sort of like the whole Instagram plot um, to a certain extent mm -hmm. and how that gets resolved. Because yes. I also have sort okay. of mixed feelings. Like, mm -hmm. I'm okay with it, but then I saw a lot of people being like, you shouldn't treat cyberbullying with cyberbullying. Um, like, that's not the response. But whatever, it's fine because I don't actually care that much about boy Chris. So I'm like, whatever, you are a slut. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry if that's hypocritical. That's how I, I feel. I feel like it's not cyberbullying. They were just exposing the truth. Okay, so I think, like, I like that they include it as a topic in general. It feels more relevant and contemporary and yes. just interesting. So I like that they pulled it up from the and, future season. Yeah, and I think it was I think it was well done throughout. Um, I believed yeah. it. I, I guess. I thought the meme was funny. Uh -huh. uh, this is another pause to say how comforting I find the Spanish language sometimes. Uh -huh. So like, it's not meme. It's not meme. It's meme. Meme. Uh, and, and stuff like that. That's how my family talks. Like, uh -huh. that's how we refer to things. He's like, hey, have you seen este, uh, abito este meme? Et cetera, et cetera. So, uh -huh. so like, yeah, I, I find such comfort in just hearing these character talks oh, sometimes. Yeah, um, I totally get that. Uh, I, I mean, I feel that way when I catch Serbian yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, just like the little things um, yeah. here and there. Um, so, so on that level, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, a little bit, I... Do you know we never find out who actually started the account? That's a good point. Yeah. People are like... Is it implied that Ines did? Because... It's, I I feel like it's implied, but, but never, not, not confirmed. Stated. Because she says she put it online, so I guess I just assumed yeah. that when she made but the... It, it, if that was the message, I can tell you that online people weren't clear on it. Right, Because right, there was right. whole, this whole thing of like, well, is it here? Is it going to be revealed? Is there a big reveal? There was this fear that Lucas was going to end up being behind right. it. I was like, please don't be the snake. Right. But it was like dread. Right, 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 right. Beauty, uh, and the fact that it was Beauty, um, mm -hmm. I liked that I was surprised by it. Like, 100%. I thought it was interesting. I It also felt believable mm -hmm. in that she would do it because her V's sort of, like, idealized or, like, and maybe obsessive uh, desire to be a part of the cool kids um, is true to character, has been well-established, is uh, whatever. Uh -huh. and, I'm, 
I mean, I'm also glad it got resolved, but it felt so fast. Yes, I think that was my only yeah. real comment on it. I agree with everything you said, except it felt a bit rushed. Yeah. It's like, it happens, thing blows up, there's all this focus on Jorge and Eva, and then Ines and Eva, and then it's like, oh, by the way, it was me who, who took the picture, um, I posted it, okay? Yeah. And then, well, who was it? And it then it's it's Vidi, everyone's angry, and then everyone's kind of like, she's upset about it. And so there, there isn't like a ton of consequence or something. Yeah, or I, think, I think that's of, a bit of it. And I think it's not like I want to have to suffer more, but maybe for like an extra day. I don't know. Like, because it was a very shitty thing to do. Yeah. So I guess I wished, I maybe all I needed was a scene of Eva and Vidi 101 talking mm-hmm. about it like I feel like Eva got her one-on-one with sort of everyone in that final episode with right. all of her important relationships but in this one it's 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 all the girls because Eva has her me. relationship her important conversation with Isak in the original she's mm-hmm. like okay now I'm ready to talk why did you do what you did right um and I felt like maybe it was an opportunity to see Viri beyond what we see of her. Yeah. Uh, and really sort of like dig into that. Yeah, and yeah. Like, Just a little bit more explore that. Because I understand intellectually why she did it. You yes, know, like you yeah, said, 100%. It's, it's part of her character they've established already. But I kind of was like, okay, Shrag, I've been told this, but I don't necessarily feel it. Yes. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think we're in agreement on yeah, that Yeah, there was again. a little bit of that. But yeah, I, I loved that the show was able to surprise me. So I guess a lot of my enjoyment of Scan España boiled down to thank you show for surprising me throughout totally and still like giving me characters and actors and just like storylines that I enjoyed yeah. deeply yeah um so yeah anything else that comes to uh, mind random small thing yeah, what, go does, for it. what does I'm not gonna try to pronounce that word say it Puti Vuelta. Okay now explain to me okay, what so it is. that so that is in the Halloween party and uh-huh. Puti Vuelta so Puti as I've explained comes from Puta, okay. which is slut, okay. and vuelta is round. So essentially, it's like let's go around and see, like scope out the guys. That's the idea. Is just like let's. Oh, like uh, okay, yeah, like scan the crowd exactly. and see who's yeah, like let's see eligible, who's out there. Yeah, okay, exactly. Okay. But it's like you're telling yourself like, hey, like I'm I'm slutting sl- slutting around and like looking like, yeah, looking but in for, like a funny exactly self-aware way yeah, exactly. yeah yeah okay yeah, it just wasn't like super well explained in the moment and i i don't think it's explained it. at all she's just like I think let's, let's let's just go yeah do this let's to be go. fair there's no english equivalent i can't <laughs> other than like slut around <laughs> which would be very funny if someone said <laughs> yeah um but not something that people commonly say <laughs> because again slang is very specific so yeah. we don't say put vuelta but i know enough to understand the context uh-huh. of it. Oh yeah, this is when I get to share some of my uh, Spanish is a wonderful language, but pe- two people who ke- who who speak Spanish can't always understand each other's anecdotes. Oh, aha, uh-huh, yeah, go. Okay, so um, I have this friend named Joaquin. I feel okay saying his name. And throughout all of college, he dated one of our close friends, Joaquin would come to Harvard, who second name drop, <laughs> from Spain to visit his boyfriend sometimes. And then one time, my friend Maritere, uh, who was by Maria now, she couldn't find her earrings. Now here's the thing. Oh, no. <laughs> the word for earrings in Puerto Rican Spanish is not shared by any other Spanish-speaking person. <laughs> so she kept saying, like, it's, it's pantallas, which pantalla for most people means screen. Oh. Uh, for us, it means mis pantallas son my earrings. earrings. So she was going around the room like, 
where are my earrings? Where are my earrings? ¿Dónde está mi pantalla? ¿Dónde está mi pantalla? ¿Dónde está mi pantalla? And he's like, she was really upset. I had no idea what we were looking for. So I'm just helping her like, pantallas, pantallas, pantallas. And then eventually, I'm, he's like, eventually I have to take a moment to be like, Muddy, what are we looking for? <laughs> that awkward moment when you don't want to admit that you don't yeah. understand, then, but you've been playing along. And then he's like, oh, tus aretes. Uh, and she's like, yeah, that, whatever. That Can one? you please help me find? I actually don't know if they found the earrings. I can't remember what the, like, conclusion Gabby! I'm sorry. Uh, but it's just a really fun, like, fundamental uh-huh. of, like, yeah, like, you literally might be speaking the same language and do, but will not totally be able to yeah. communicate at all. Yeah, because I grew up in New York. I think I told you there were, like, a lot of Puerto Rican kids in my school, in my class. And I didn't take Spanish, but uh, I remember a Spanish teacher telling, say, I overheard her say once, say, like, uh, I always know when the white kids are cheating because they they make mistakes that, like, only a Puerto Rican-speaking, Spanish-speaking person would make. So they're, they're copying off of the Puerto Rican kids. Yep. No. Um, and I was like, New York, Ooh. Puerto Ricans represent... <laughs> Uh, okay, another little tiny small thing. I loved the women's clinic in general, besides just the doctor mm-hmm. scene. I love when they go in and they're like looking at the little tags on mm-hmm. the. Um, there's like little like notes written on scraps of paper tied to this wall, and just the idea of a place where you, where where women can go as a, as a detail that will make them feel welcome and safe. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really wonderful thing. And they all had these kind of empowering messages about, like, strength and femininity and the power of women. So I love that as a thing. I, I hope yeah. that's a real thing in yeah, Spain uh, and should be everywhere. I mean, I hope so. And I think they've done a good job of, like, laying down this sort of, like, feminism mm-hmm. that is going to be important in yes. season two. Um, On that note, also, I really appreciated that in the version, the translation that I read, at one point, um, I, mean, I can't remember what scene it is, but I think it's uh, when Eva's having what part of her slide down and all the girls were in the bathroom and they would get to leave um whoever translated bothered to translate the graffiti that's written on the walls and it has like a a women's like women stand strong kind of message and Mm. i a love that that was there and b really appreciated that someone took the time to write yeah i translate i really i really liked that 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 it's sort of been in the background very present and they've included it a lot in the social media stuff Mm. obviously especially from nora uh, where it's like she like post about like no means no yes. and stuff like that, which is a I mean it's a huge issue everywhere I know, yeah, but yeah. it's been in the news a lot in Europe recently because of a lot of like really fucking terrible cases mm-hmm. uh, that are awful. No means no. Uh, <laughs> rape is rape. Staple it to your foreheads. No. Um, yeah, and, and there's a there's a sometimes those kinds of messages and shows can be. I don't know, they can feel forced or yeah, I was gonna say preachy. And I think the way they've been doing it has been really great for me anyway. It, it never, it feels more like being in the shoes of a young woman going through things mm-hmm. and then in moments you're faced with, you're, you're given these like little signs of hope. And I guess because it's an emotional yeah. process, it doesn't feel preachy. It feels like, oh yeah, I needed that. I needed to hear that in this moment because that character did. Yeah, I think, I think they've done a pretty good job with that. Don't ask me why, but that reminds me of, I actually think they've also done maybe even a better job of, well, I don't know because OG Nora is... Her face is so it has so many expressions too, uh-huh. but I think they've done a pretty good job of like hint, making it clear that Nora is saying all these things to Alejandro, but that the attraction is clear. And I think the teasing from Eva helps a lot to be like, "Girl, yes, don't. like that I was think, such a good scene." And I don't think it's subbed, but I think as they're walking away, one of the things that Eva says is something like, 
even you don't really believe that, don't believe that or something oh, like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, like, so like, like, there is this sort of hint of, like, uh-huh. yeah, you you know what's coming here. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. like, that um, the people around can see it. Yes. Um, uh, there was a little bit of an awkward conversation between the three of them where Nura or, talks about um, her nickname in Madison <laughs> being oh. Joan of Arc. Oh, and I, there was something about the concert that was a little bit awkward for me. Um, maybe it was a subtitling issue. I don't know, but... Well, I think it ties to her sort of like fem- white feminism that we've talked about Maybe, with the other yeah. Nora. Yes, yeah. It felt like she's bragging. Also, I felt a little bit out of touch maybe, I guess, because I feel like for generations that are now in high school and college, being politically active is actually like a very, it seems to me like it's a very good I, praised I thing. I think that's fair, and I think I think it's much more these generations are much more aware and I love them for it. Yeah. I wonder if it's, it's them trying to say something about Wisconsin. Uh, oh, maybe. Yeah, I guess I don't have any, like, I have no frame of reference for what a high, Wisconsin high school is like. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but I'm thinking about the Parkland teams. And, like, that's Florida, which is it a is, yeah, it is conservative state. Yeah. And yet they are, I mean, obviously they went through this, like, horrible tragedy, but they're so politically active and it seems to be, and I don't mean this is a demeaning thing, a cool thing to do. It's a very, it's, like, socially reinforced yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and they've been amazing at it. And yeah, like 100%, yeah. Hundred percent, like ugh. So, so like being called a freak for being a Joan of Arc just felt a little bit like uh, dated. Or well, something. I mean, especially when even in the hate you give, they make it explicit that like social activism is sort of like yeah. a, a form of like coolness <laughs> that doesn't make any of the of the activism less important especially or not uh, genuine yeah, yeah exactly because you, you can't be doing it to be cool you have to yeah, be doing yeah. it because you really believe oh my in god it. those parkland teens are yeah. inspiring and amazing oh my and god like, yes yes but yes there is there is a little bit of that but you know what the joan of arc thing reminded me of and this is so like dating me but um but you'll get it it's <laughs> it reminds me of emma from degrassi oh like, yeah degrassi next generation yeah uh that's like the first couple of the seasons early seasons of her for sure have her as this like really obnoxious um fight for justice yeah. kind of thing and i think i think maybe the problem is that we haven't seen Nora so far has not been obnoxious about her activism. Yeah, maybe that's... And maybe that's something that we'll see in season two, the yeah. same way that OG... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. But, yeah. Because there isn't obnoxious Maybe, maybe that's why it feels a little off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anything else? Um... Okay, swear, I swear the last thing, I know this is getting on to be too long, I just want to talk about how much I love the scene where Eva goes to talk to the older quote-unquote girls. Oh, um, I, I knew you were going to love that because you love it in every version. <laughs> and in every version, I have to pause it and tell myself to get through it. I don't know why. Really? It makes me uncomfortable. I mean, there's a ton of uncomfortableness about it, but I also kind of love it. Yeah, so I was like, okay, it's here, you can do this. You just get through this. it. I There's something about... But, but I did that... I do that more than once. Like, so there was a clip this week in Scamitalia, and it's the clip where he finally comes out to his all of his friends. Uh-huh. And, like, I know that clip. I've seen it a bunch of times in the in original Scam. Like, I understand what the reactions are. And yet, halfway through, I had to pause it and, like, pr- like talk myself up somehow... 
Um, so, like, it's fine. They're friends. They're going to say a couple of awkward things, but then it's going to be fine. And yeah. I cannot explain to you why. It was, like, a four-minute clip, and it took me, like, 15 minutes to watch. Because I had to be, like... <laughs> Do you have some, like, repressed memory of, like, a time that older girls bullied you? No, I'm I just kidding. even... Yeah. So, I was just, like, sometimes it happens to me. I'm, like, I have to pause it. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just I was saying, you want know to remind me of what I was thinking about this time when I watched it. It reminds me of the thing that our teacher in at AFI, Anna Thomas, talked about with coming-of-age stories. Mm-hmm. She... She says the thing about coming of age is that you... Okay, so there's like a loss of innocence, but there's a sense of you will survive this. Mm. And, you know, quote, like to use the phrase, it gets better. And, and that, that's a big part of like any coming of age lesson. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what really hit home about this scene, especially because the girl comes after her and is like, look, don't worry about it. We're being mean right now, but don't worry about it. And just that seeing these girls who've been through the ringer, they've yeah. been through all these like dra- first year dramas and they're... I mean, they're, they're kind of they're kind of like badass bitches, but like they're also yeah. fine. Yeah, and I and I liked that. Then we got her. She used that moment to sort of bond a little bit with Ines. Like I thought it was like yes. a, a, like a really way to con- a beautiful way to connect. Yes, because moments. Ines then is like, oh man, man you yeah. talk to them. Yeah. Like I can't believe you did that. Um, so yeah, just that was my last like the w- random shout oh, out and, thing um, that I love. There will be, I believe, a special scene on New Year's Eve from Movie Star. Oh. Uh, so I assume that the internet so far will also make it available to us like it has so far. Please, please. Uh, It'll so, be very grateful. So there is something to look forward to unless the internet has lied to me, but I hope not. <laughs> uh, and then season two, I don't think it has a start date yet, but it's it's out there. It's going to be soon, and we're really excited. And yeah, overall, we recommend Scam Spain, um, even with... Yeah, the things we loved, the things we didn't love as much. Uh, yeah, it was like a really fun overall. Music. I think it's like a really solid yeah. season of television and really enjoyable. Even if you know the original, you're not going to be bored by it. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, the next adaptation that we're going to watch is Netherlands. Yes. Which we and which somebody asked us about, right? Yeah. Someone on Tumblr asked us about. Highly recommending it. So yeah. I think that helps. Uh, that gets us excited. Like I said, on I answered that ask on Tumblr. Like I said, I don't know too much of it, um, but what I've seen online makes me really excited about it. Um, so I neither of us. This is the one time that neither of us have seen anything. Any so we are gonna going in fresh, going in fresh. And Except really, that one GIF that you sent me, which I immediately was like, we must watch this next right away. <laughs> I am in whole hog. So I'm really excited. We're really excited for it, and yeah, we'll let you know when it's out. Um, yeah. So thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Cries Norwegian. Um, on Tumblr on Cries in Norwegian podcast. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. That's what it is. It's, it's going to be in the show notes. I'm, I'm doing that now. Oh. Uh, and then our email is at Norwegian at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for listening. Went out no bell. What did you just say? I say, see you later. Oh. I was like, either my hearing is going, I've had too much wine, or you just spoke another language. One of, one of those three is true. Okay, bye. Ciao.